We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You made it. It's a Friday morning. You're hanging out in the break room. Ron's just classic rock. Man, six five WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. It is a balmy 24 degrees right mm. now. Snow is coming down softly outside. Yeah, it's nice. It looks like it's going to continue to snow through the morning commute uh, and stop around noon. Mm. Just a heads up on that. And then this weekend, high of 18 on Saturday. Then we're back up to the high 20s on Sunday. Oh, nice. So we got that going for us. Beautiful. Let's have a... You want to have a philosophical... Philosophical, heartfelt discussion to start the show. Ooh, yeah, no, that means, but yeah, that. sure. Okay. So last night, my daughter's got hockey practice, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to one of these parents, hockey parents, and they ask me what time we get up to come into the show. Mm. You know, I tell them, you know, and if you're listening to us right now, you have the same kind of hours we do, right? Obviously. Right? Early effing mornings. Mm-hmm. And in the wintertime, that can be hard. Yeah. And this person will not let it go. You know, I could never do that. Oh, you got to be exhausted. And I'm standing there literally falling asleep talking to her, mm. being like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, I get up this morning, and I don't know why that conversation's sticking in my head. Mm. Right? I'm getting out of bed, and I'm brushing my teeth. And I get outside, and the snow is softly coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quiet. It is super quiet, Kim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't hear a darn thing. It's peaceful. Yeah. And I go, ah. Yeah. And I get in my car, and I start off to work, and I have, like, a 15, 20-minute commute from Henrietta. But the great part about it is no traffic. Take your yeah. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, there's literally no one else on yeah. the road at it's 3 dead. in the morning. Yeah, same with you guys when you're coming in. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the snow coming down and, like, through the lights of all, like, the car dealerships on West Henrietta Road. And I'm like, ah. Right. And, like, I passed the hospital. Fun fact, yesterday, Strong broke a record for, for what? Uh, the most patients they've ever had at one time. That's strong? Yes. Why? Did you hear that? Uh, apparently, it has nothing to do with like the RSV and the COVID and the flu. Uh, there aren't enough old folks' homes to take old folks mm-hmm. that are ready to go, but can't go home. Oh. So those people are like stuck in hospital beds. They're just mm-hmm. living in the hospital, basically? Uh, it's what it seems like. But they can't oh. go home. They can't go home because they can't take care of themselves. They could go oh. to an old folks' home like facility that There's has someone there to monitor them. So the old folks' home sold out? Uh, apparently. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. And like normally when you drive past the hospital any time of day, there's a lot of chaos going on. Ambulances coming sure. in, sometimes helicopters. But sure. even at that moment, I'm driving past Strong, and it's quiet. The snow's coming down, and it's right next to Mount Hope Cemetery. And I'm like, huh. And I realize something. Right. It sucks getting up early. Sure. Not fun. And anybody up right now knows mm. that. But we don't get any of that if we work normal hours. Yeah. And if we were to have eight to Four nine to five jobs. Yeah, regular hustle and bustle. That would be the most stressful part of our day. Yeah, mm. my mind is so warped when it comes to traffic. Like, it, even if it's not like rush hour and there's just a lot of people on the road, I'm like, what the hell? What's everybody doing <laughs> out right now? I think it's you. just because, it, yeah, to your point, like we're always driving weird hours, so I never have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Before some dick wants to call and be like, you don't know where our traffic is. I lived in Atlanta, and for three years I had to put a tent on the side of the road because the cars didn't. I get it. I get there are yeah. places with traffic. But it does suck when you have a 15-minute commute that becomes a 45-minute commute every morning because well, it's of, frustrating. Yeah, of snow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had a realization What's that? that I would much rather drag my ass out of bed 
at 2.30 in the morning every day and have that peaceful drive into work yeah. than get up at 6 o'clock every day and have to fight the rest of you dicks to get to work on time. Okay, all right. so it's a blessing. I think so. All right. Like, if you had a choice, what well, if you could choose sleep in late, <clears throat> stressful commute versus get up early, easy commute, what would you choose? I'm so used to getting up early now, it's just automatic. Like, I don't even think about it anymore. Okay. I, I can't sleep in on the weekends. Like, sleeping in for me on the weekends is 4 o'clock. Yeah, because you like, you're, like, up and out of places. If yeah. you're not at your house, you have to get up and leave to not wake other people up. Yeah. Like, if I, we're on vacation, <clears throat> it really sucks when we're on vacation somewhere. Because <clears throat> I'm up. Let's say you're staying at a hotel or something. Yeah. I'm up with the staff. <laughs> like, I'm up before they re- they can make coffee. I'm just, like, hanging out in the lobby on my phone because I'm going to wake my wife up. They make yeah. them start folding towels. Yeah. yeah. I, I do a nice corner on a sheet, too. Now, I, I can't sleep in. So, yeah, I mean, it's so automatic now. I don't even think about 8 o'clock in the morning. 8 o'clock in the morning, I've been up for f- f- four to five hours. Kimmy, I know you love your sleep. I do. All women do. If you need... If you needed, if you had any choice between sleeping till six and fighting the traffic, or getting up when we do and having that peaceful commute, what would you choose? I I think like you know like you get used to waking up at a certain time. So even if I woke up at six, it would still hurt just as much. I think as the time I wake up now. You know what I mean? You only know what you're used to. Uh, I've never been somebody who's been good about waking up in the morning, whether it's you know three a.m. or six a.m. So I think I would rather just stay getting up early i am impressed when i'm driving in and i go past midtown the, the fancy gym mm-hmm. yeah and at five o'clock in the yeah. morning there's that i don't get how people do there's that. 30 or 40 cars in that parking lot wait there's I've, that many yeah, yeah so they must get the, i don't know what time they they must open up at five and like everybody's like there to start their working out which well, they, means those people have been up since four they could yep. be there for the wine bar i'm not exaggerating <laughs> Oh, they, a, oh, they do an early wine bar? Nice. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, and a uh, relish drink. Yeah. I have a, a friend of mine who he always talks about, because we, um, we play best ofs before 6 a.m., mm-hmm. and he always catches those, and I'm like, why do you don't, I know you don't have to be at work that early. Like, why do you get up so early? He's one of those early gym goers. Workout He's like, I, guy. I wake up at like 4 a.m., and I'm ready to go, and I'm like, you're nuts. I don't know how you motivate yourself to do that and then work a full work day. You know, yeah, but I mean, it's all over when you're done with work, right? You don't yeah, have to but, yeah, you got but, it out of the way. But. I'm sure, like, once you're there, you're fine. It's just getting out of bed and turning off that alarm to go work out, knowing you could sleep longer. Kimmy, I love how you go. Yeah, I'd still get up at the same time, and then you proceed to spend the next four minutes bitching about getting up for well, no, no reason. But I, but I, but, but I know sucks. that I have to get up to go to work. Okay, I don't have to go to the gym. Gotcha. You know Did you I see mean? some of those dicks out here with the the forehead headlamp running around here in the morning? Yeah, they're, they're out this morning, man. Yeah. It's. I love you call them dicks. What did they do to you, man? It's, it's, no, but I mean, uh, it's, it's, they're protecting We're... themselves from you. It's <laughs> it's dangerous. It's freezing ass cold, and you're out in the dark downtown walking around when there's like plows and like garbage trucks rolling. Well, that's around. why they wear the headlamps. Yeah, so that headlamp does nothing. No, it stands out. No, down the road, it. this looks like another car coming at me with a headlight out. Well, so you see it. Boom. <laughs> but nothing. That headlight is stupid. It does nothing for you. Bro, he's only upset because there's not a headlamp that would fit him. <laughs> it would be a literal lamp. He would have to put a literal lamp on his head. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. You know, I'm also kind of starting to figure out as I get older. What? I think I like winter mornings more than I like summer mornings. Oh, are you kidding me? No, no. I'm serious. You're summer, nuts. man. You like sitting in your car freezing for the first, like, 10 minutes? Well, I've got automatic starts, so I don't have to do so that. So do I, but it still takes forever to warm up. I'll I'll turn the outside lights on in the, in the summertime, mm-hmm. 
It's just like four o'clock in the morning. I'll sit out there and have a cup of coffee in the morning. Well, look at you. It's nice. So metropolitan. Check me out. I'm Truman Capote. She what do you want to do? So what do you do in the summertime? Well, I, I don't like summertime mornings because like there's still sometimes like that humidity, but it's not hot and it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, and but you, you never, sit out there. It's nice. You never sleep the right way, even with the air conditioning on. Like there's something about winter evenings and early mornings where yep. it's cold, so you can sleep and it you doesn't put pop. layers on. This dank crap. Yeah, you brush your car Ugh. off. If you don't it's have a garage. Dep- it's so freaking depressing. You've done, you've done this 30 years. Yes. And you, you bitch about it every day. Yes, yeah. I do. Every single day. I, I hate, I love this town. I hate this weather. There is something about that quiet, peaceful snow falling on a winter's morning that does it for you. You know, it's quiet on the summer morning, too. No, it's not. There's like a fox dying off in the distance. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably some West Side mom. No, like there's things that happen in summertime mornings. Wintertime mornings, everything's all buttoned up. Well, yeah, because it's dead. Uh, yeah, so everything's what? dead. I like uh, dead. Frozen. Uh, no. Crunchy. You need to appreciate the world around you. More. I do. I don't think you do. When the, when it's nice, I appreciate it. I like looking out my window at it. That's about the extent you of the like snow. like a little bit of it. And <laughs> yeah. then, it, then it melts, then it's slush, then it's brown, okay. it's muddy. All right. Man, what is right? And you live in like picturesque winter town. I do. Hey, what do we take down? I walk down a snow laden soft. But even my wife, she wants to drive around, right? She wants to drive around and look at the lights. She ain't getting out of that car, man, for nothing. Okay, maybe your wife needs to appreciate these things more, man. Yeah, that's what I'll come home and demand. You appreciate well, no, because you don't appreciate nothing either. Like you never take time to stop for a second, look around, and go, "Ah, oh, that's a waste." What do you mean it's a what, waste? What do you mean I stop and look at what? Why live? Hey, in, look at a flower. Why live in the town you live in if you're not going to stop and appreciate the scenery? I see it. I've seen it. How many times are you gonna look at the same okay. thing and go, "Wow"? There, what do you mean? You can stop and look at the same thing over and over again. A snowy building. Notice new things about it. Yeah, I don't know. At least it's the same to me every time. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Uh, we're having this discussion. This woman yelling at me last night at hockey. I don't know how you get up so early. Ah, it sucks. Ah. <laughs> She's like scolding you? Yeah, yeah, he's almost like, yeah, like, hey, lady, I don't have any other skill that yeah. can pay me, so I kind of have to do this. <laughs> but as I'm, th- I'm thinking about it, getting up this morning, and I realize mm. we don't have any rush hour no. traffic. It is the most peaceful drive into work all by ourselves. I get all my reading done on the way. <laughs> This morning, we know you don't know how to read. This morning, <laughs> with the snow falling, it was just like this most peaceful, oh. like zen, like majestic. And yeah, we wouldn't get that mm. if we had normal hours. And it goes for the same, the same for you folks listening now. Two five two WCMF. Let's talk to Ben. Oh, tell me. Okay, Kimmy, could you give me line one, please? Thank you. Hey, Ben, what's going on, buddy? How much? How are you guys doing? Good, good. How are you? Good, good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, it's like it's been suggested. Yeah. No, um, so. I recently moved up to the village of Ontario, and so I went from driving from Canandaigua to work, uh, and it was like I had to get up at 3 a.m. I'm not a fan of, but I did it because I had to. But at the same time, it was still nice because it was like me and one other car on the road. And like even from Ontario to East Rochester, where I work at, it's like maybe it, it increased to like four cars on the road. But I, I'll take that any day. Over crap rush hour traffic and crap rush, I, I, crap, crap rush hour, hour traffic. <laughs> I, I Worst traffic album traffic. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> we, I get why uh, why Ben wouldn't want to do rush hour traffic. Why? What happened? Well, there was that one time. 
Yeah. So he blew a tire. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's out on the side of the road. He's <laughs> down on one knee trying to change yeah. the tire, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's, 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 it takes a lot of work, so he's panting. <laughs> and you know how long Ben's tongue is, right? Oh, right, right, he's right. laying out in the road. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. My tongue. I work in each other. I don't care. Were you nobbing a guy? <laughs> what the hell? Ben, great, <laughs> great call, Ben. Thanks for the call, buddy. Hey, uh, real, real quick, real sure. quick. Yeah. I'm going to try and make it out to uh, Bill Grayson's weekend. Oh, go hanging out with Kimmy at Bill Grayson Chai Life. <laughs> See you out there, Ben. Who's the lucky gal? <laughs> Two reasons not to go. <laughs> ben, uh, actually, I'm probably going to bring my kids. All right. Okay. Ben and his kids. Hanging out with Kimmy. <laughs> Check it out. Ben, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good rest of the All day. Right, All right, there goes Ben. I always hate running into guys who have their kids with them who I know have no control over their kids. How do you know Ben with his kids? We know some guys that they have no control. They they have no respect for their parents, and it's <laughs> uncomfortable to watch after no, a while. No, but we don't know that about Ben. I don't. Well, I don't. He's just saying in general. I, in general, but I'm guessing. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? He calls a radio station every day so we can kick him in the mouth. (laughs) Every day. You never know what a man's relationship with his kids. Yeah, are you, like. don't, you don't. You don't. You know. like, like there are some. Guys, I, it's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. A vibe. It's a don't vibe. say using vibe because the other day we explained vibe to you. That it's a vibe. It's a vibe. You sound like breezy down on PXY. It's a vibe. It's a vibe time. It's a vibe. <laughs> No, man. Like I, I can think of like three or four guys off the top of my head who are complete clown douchebags, right? Mm. They're idiots, and their kids love them, and they well, do everything they say. I also know guys that are complete douchebags that get disrespected by their children. Disrespected And you by know their the children. same people. Bro, I can't wait, wait. until your grandson wait. is old enough to look wait. you in the face and tell you, shut up, old man. What are you going to do about it? And there's nothing you can do about my it. My wife won't tolerate that. Oh, you, look at you. you don't talk to your step-grandfather that way. He sacrificed nothing for you. That's the thing, man. You even, even you ain't even got that card to play. What, what I sacrificed yeah. when you were before yeah. I met But he you. don't know. I can make stuff up. Bro, he's going to know. No, well, when they're little, they don't. Bro, you don't think he's... Well, you're going to make up war stories that don't exist? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to steal Valor. <laughs> yeah. Stolen Valor time. To a kid. It'll be made up wars. <laughs> Fake wars? Yeah. Okay. The War of 74? Like the time when we invaded Halifax. <laughs> I was there with those boys when we stormed that gift shop. If you were on this plane, you probably walked off with dirty undies. Oh, yeah. Right? And there's a whole bunch just past the actual incident that makes it like a whole bunch worse. Mm. But past the folks that were on the plane, let's not forget, airports are full of people all the time. Yeah. And, you know, daily schedules don't stop for something like this, which means there was a whole bunch of hubbub and chaos and things people were watching out those giant glass windows having no idea what was going on. Mm. And time for you to board, buddy. (laughs) You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. Yesterday, a plane skidded off the runway during a landing at the Rochester Airport. So it happened uh, just before 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. 50 passengers mm-hmm. and three crew members went for a ride they weren't anticipating. So just think about how small that plane was yeah. that was coming in from Philadelphia that only had 50 passengers on it. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a tight little plane, man. Okay. And it's bumpy. Those little planes are 
bumpy as hell. How did you make that sound creepy? But it's, it's a tight, tight little plane. plane. It's a tight, man. Yeah, fresh out the hangar. And you know, like, there were people that got on that plane that were already nervous just based on the yeah. size of the plane. So my wife hates these yeah. planes. Yeah. Hates them. But you don't have a choice. No, like, we yeah. we had to take a one like that, but props from Toronto, ah, ah. and she was, like, yeah. freaking yeah. out. Bro, if I can sit in a window seat, reach my hand to the right, and touch the head of the other guy in the other window seat, I don't want to be in that plane. But I like talking to the pilot. It's nice. <laughs> so yeah. uh, they blame the snow on this plane skidding off the yeah. runway. I mean, you got to slow down in snowy conditions. Mm-hmm. Also, the folks that were on the plane had to get off the plane in the middle of a snowy airfield. Yeah, yeah like there, they yeah. had to bring out the, I guess, the buses to pick them up. Yeah, they brought up the brought out the bus and brought them onto a terminal, which also sucks because you know it's. As soon as that plane lands, you already have in your head that clock where I will be getting off, I'll be getting to the gate, I'll be getting to my car. Like, you're already home in your head. Right. And this is going to throw a serious wrench in it. So do you get to take your overhead stuff out, like all your luggage, or do they say, like, leave it, we'll bring it to you? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. Because you're just getting on a bus right now. Like, Because most people know small flights, they just have carry-on. Yeah. Sure. You know, do you like, oh, I want to grab all my stuff first. Well, you would also think you've got to get those people out of the plane as fast as possible. God forbid there's yeah, like you a don't leak know. or yeah, damage sure. or something. Yeah, right. that's a good question. you got to wait for your carry-on. Uh, yeah. Oh, how about there's someone sitting in the cell phone lot waiting for people on that plane having no idea what... Come on! Oh, the I loser mean, lot? I think What is the loser <laughs> lot? The cell phone lot... That's the biggest loser area no, on the I planet. No, I would argue like that's the good friend lot. Or yeah, good which makes you a loser lot. because not only did you not get to go on the vacation with your friend or family, you're now summoned to go. wait in this purgatory of what island I will call you and then you can come pick me up. But do not do anything until I call. You're not worthy enough to even be near the airport yet. Never you're like thought a su- of it that way. You're like a subject. You're like the biggest loser in like your group of friends. If you're, if I you're hope sitting nobody in a ever comes line. to pick your ass up again. Seriously, man, you're the worst. You know how many person- times I've been in a cell phone lot, man? I used to live in a cell phone lot. <laughs> Look at the people next to you, man. All losers. They're just regular people. Oh, waiting. they're like fat. They got big what? noses. One pupil's bigger than the other. So things worked out <laughs> just fine. For folks that were on the plane. Yeah. But there were plenty of flights that had to continue on that day. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that two things happened during this incident at the Frederick Douglass Greater Rochester International <laughs> Airport and awning facility. Mm. There are either folks that, A, watched that plane skid off the runway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then had to get on their plane. Or B, it was so far away from the terminal that they saw the fire trucks Mm -hmm. and the first responder vehicles. All the emergency vehicles going by. Speeding out to the airfield, having no idea what just happened, and now it's time for you to board. Mm -hmm. If you saw that go down before your flight, Mm. are you thinking twice about getting on your plane? Probably, but you're still going to get on. Nobody's turning heel and leaving, man. You're there. And all that crap you got to go through to go on a flight. Let's say you're at the gate. Yeah. You're going to like, you just spent all that time invested in wherever you're going. Uh, and you're going home. And the odds are so sea harish. The odds were sea harish for that to happen. The problem is, it's not like Come there on. was anything wrong with that plane. It right. was simple. It was the weather, weather which right. all planes could be affected by, which would make me more nervous. Bag. Oh. Because, like, there weren't any delays. I didn't see anything about delays afterwards in the store. No. no. Right? How about our boss? We told you. Yeah. 
our boss from Kansas City was in, uh, flew in on Wednesday, left yesterday. Yeah. His flight left right, right as after this that. was happening. Oh, yeah. he probably they passed each other. It's possible. It's possible. Like, yeah, they taxied down a roadway, look out the window, and there's a oh, sideways no. plane, right? <laughs> Somebody trying to tow it out. It's like a scene off of 390. Oh, Jesus. How do you tow a plane off of the side of the road? I think they have, like, big, like, tractors or something to pull the damn thing out. Okay, but, like, I would also like be Like, the same ones that push it out, I think. I would also be nervous. Well, yeah, but you have to, like, get a hold of that thing and pull it back onto the yeah. runway, right? It, it can't be fun. And I would also worry, like, you know, every little piece of a plane is important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like, you don't, like, damage the plane when you try and yank it back out of the grass, you do could. you? Can planes go in reverse? Yeah, because they back out of the terminal. No, they push them back. Yeah. Oh, that's I, don't oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're... Yeah, I don't think so, because they... They had that little tractor guy. Yeah. Little tractor guy. The little tug guy. Hey, uh, we got a flight going out to uh, Dallas from Rochester. Can we get the little tractor guy? <laughs> little tractor guy coming out of uh, gate 15. Little tractor guy. 252WCMF talking about this plane at the airport yesterday. Skidded off the runway uh, after landing. 50 passengers, three crew members went for that ride they weren't expecting. Uh, folks on the plane said it felt like when your car skids off the road and ends up hitting the side mm-hmm. over in the grass, which yeah. also is unsettling because, like, when it happens in your car, it sucks. Oh, yeah. But you're at the wheel. Yeah. And we all have this idea, even though it's wrong, that we're in control. When, you're, when you have no control, yeah. No control. Yeah. You are now just at the whim of whoever is at the stick of that plane and whatever the plane decides it's going to do. Your first thought was we're, it would have to be we're going to flip sideways or we're going upside down. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and who knows the speed that you're at when that thing skidded off the runway. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of vague. It, it obviously had – it was taxing, but you could still be hauling – like you're – you could still be hauling ass on the ground. Yeah, right? you're slowing yeah, down. Because like, yeah. slow, that's always that when we, Get so damn loud and stuff, and they're trying to like stop it. You can almost hear the guy hitting the brakes. Bro, it's the it's the worst part of any flight. Oh, I don't like it. It's, you're home. You like the landing? Yeah, it didn't bother me. Oh, I, I well, think you don't the like landing, to fly. Though. Yeah, you're not a flight. The landing guy. bothers me the least. It's really? the takeoff that yeah. bothers me more. No, because like first of all, I can't. The landing, I'm like, oh, okay, we're at the ground now. Yeah, yeah. No, but but Tommy said it. You're still doing what? Yeah. like four hundred miles an hour. Whatever you're doing, yeah, you're hauling ass. And like the, you know, they have to hit the brakes immediately. Yeah. And you feel the whole plane like. But those little planes, you really feel it. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. How do you people like flying? Because I hate driving. Yeah, I'd it's rather, just so fast. I I, I can't. Drive to Florida or fly to Florida? No, I'll but, take flying every time in hours in a car. No, but the landing part is driving. He's driving the plane quick, on the quick, ground. Quick, yeah, that's the problem. It's quick, quick, quick. Like 400 miles an hour on the ground. Slam the brakes on now. But it's all. But they're all professional. Okay. That's what I like. Car, it's amateur hour. Okay. Once you get into a plane, it's all pros. Yeah. There's lots of people we know mm-hmm. that are professionals at their jobs. Yeah. And they're friends with us. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you? They're all top people. In, in, in their fields. Okay. Top people. Okay. You can tell me there's, you know, somewhere the worst pilot in America is waking up this morning going, I'm about to go take <laughs> someone on a flight today. And you don't know if you have the worst pilot in America. Yeah, but he's oh. still pretty good. How do you know? Because he's still a pilot. He's still in one piece. It's like same with your doctor, right? Like someone is the worst doctor in America and is going to get up and practice this morning. And you don't know if you have that doctor that finished last in the worst class in America. You know if you have the worst doctor. How's that? When you're sitting in a waiting room and people are coming out screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask a potentially morbid question? Yeah, go on. So like this worked out just fine, Mm -hmm. right? Let's say, God forbid, something terrible happened. Right. 
Do they shut down the airport for the rest of the day? I think they have to because they usually can't use the. I mean, usually if there's, a, if there's a disaster, they can't use the airport. Well, there's multiple runways. At airports, I know, right? but like until they clear that stuff out, I don't think because Rochester doesn't have a lot of options for runways. Yeah, so. like I get okay. I get maybe you shut down Rochester because it's a small airport. But like yeah. Kennedy, like yeah, a like, big, I think they shut those places down. If you shut down Kennedy or LaGuardia <laughs> oh, or Atlanta, I mean, it's you would hundreds of flights. And don't yeah. we got, you got flights coming in. That's what I mean. You would, like, yeah. yeah, you'd be affecting all. Tra- I mean, think about transfers. there. I hope we never find out. Because like know. when you sit at those major airports, you're like waiting on a flight. Like those planes are like stacked up yeah. in the distance. That's just on a normal day. There could be, you could be looking at ten planes coming right. and waiting to land. It would. Sh- I mean, like shutting. I guess they'd have to open it up. Shutting one of those airports down could shut down air travel around the country for yeah. Yeah. Even until shutting it's down again. a terminal in one of those airports. Is you know what? They probably the use the uh, parking lot land in there. Yeah, that's probably what they do. Everyone, move, move! <laughs> Don't care that you're picking up. Move, move. Uh, we need a little tractor guy out here to move all the cars <laughs> off of the uh, top of the parking garage. <laughs> All right, so uh, everything's cool. Everyone is safe. Just a fun story for 50 people now to tell their families after they got back to Rochester. I'm guessing most of those people are business people. Why do you say that? It's a commuter flight from Philly up here in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. That's that, usually like business people. Yeah, I know all, the, all those Philly businesses that get <laughs> cheesesteaks, buy, sell, buy, buy, sell. That you don't think could, there's business well, people that make connecting a, flights from Philly up to Rochester? No, but it could also yeah. be a, uh, you know, a, um, a stop. On your way home from like Florida or something, right? What do you mean here? Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. transfer. No, we're not a hub. Yeah. No, I'm saying like Philly. Philly could yeah, have been but the I'm stop. saying like midweek. Because like I've taken flights. flights from here to Philly and then go where I want to go. You know what I mean? But midweek, I'm guessing it's mostly business. No, Kimmy, Kimmy, you know, all <laughs> which means those guys had to go fly out. My yeah. point being, I know. Like, you those guys had to fly story. out tomorrow. <laughs> you made up a story. You could have just been like, maybe someone has to get on a plane tomorrow that was on that plane. No, they're still working on the Murphy project. Get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, they, they they're got they close to closing that deal. Wait, they're close to eating that sell, whole cheesesteak? Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> This game on Sunday in Orchard Park is big enough. Oh, with yeah. One of these team seasons ending when it's finished. Mm. But for the Bills and for Bills fans, there's more to it than that. Yeah. For the fan base, we're now faced with something that we asked for. Not only for the last couple of years, but literally like three weeks ago. Mm. And for one man on that Bills sideline, this game will be a deciding factor for how he's viewed for the rest of his time on this planet. Oh, yeah. He's going to be branded this. You're right. He'll be branded this Sunday. You're hanging out in the break room. Rochester's Classic Whack, 96.5, WCMF. Bills, Chiefs, Sunday. Divisional playoffs, Orchard Park, 6.30 p.m. live on CMF. If you want to watch the game. Watch it. You can do it. With old Miss Kimmy. Wait, Lady K? Where's she going to be? Kimmy's going to be hanging out at the Bill Gray's Tap Room in Chi Lai. Oh. It's a great place to watch a game, man. It's the best. They got three heads on tap. Yeah. The food is delicious. Everyone who works there, the coolest people And ever. it's a real sports bar. Yes, it's a real Legit. sports bar. Yes, it is a real yeah. sports bar. You they're feel so, it. Let it go, man. Seriously, it's <laughs> a losing it argument. They keep it tight. So go hang out with Kimmy at the Bill Gray's Tap Room in Chile with your friends from CMF. We all know what's at stake here on Sunday. Oh, it's everything. It's the best rivalry in the NFL mm-hmm. in the last five years. We have a Chiefs team that has won multiple Super Bowls. You could possibly watch the greatest game ever. Yes, yes. I mean, It's look, always been a good game between these two teams, regardless of the yeah. outcome. Well, look, you got the two best quarterbacks in the NFL dueling for the seventh time. Mm. And that's pressure. Yeah. But it's not all that's at stake here. What's up? The Buffalo Bills, under Sean McDermott, have yet to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. They're 0-2. However, the Bills have won three straight regular season games against Kansas City, and all of them in impressive fashion. Yeah. 
They've had their season ended twice by Mahomes, but Mahomes can't beat them when they come to Kansas City the last three times. In the regular season. Yes. When they've had their playoffs ended by Kansas City, the argument from every Bills fan on the planet has been, well, it was an arrowhead. Mm Mm-hmm. If the Chiefs had to come to Orchard Park in January, this would be a different story. Okay. Well, All right. we got what we wished for. <laughs> and here's the thing. That's not just after-season crazy Bills talk either. Most Bills fans said they wanted this matchup at home three weeks ago when the possibility of it happening presented itself. Mm. Kimmy, you said it in a microphone? Mm-hmm. Tommy, you said it in for a sure. microphone? I said it in a mi- m- microphone. We could have had an opportunity... In an alternate universe, Mm. if Miami had beaten Kansas City, where we would have a dome team led by a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach coming to Orchard Park this Sunday for the game. So we would have had Texas? Houston, yeah. Now that it's here, Mm. do you regret wanting Mahomes and would you rather have the Texas? No, I mean, this is just the greatest event. To me, this is going to be bigger than the Super Bowl, to me. Okay. I mean, people made that argument the la- that uh, that thirteen seconds game. I mean, they said like, how can it get any better than right. this? Right, and now you, you get know? a rematch. I mean, yeah. this is like Hollywood. So both of you were standing that you wanted this game. <sighs> yeah. Um. He- yes and no. I mean, I think you want this game because you want the Bills to prove that they can get over that hump. Like you want it for pride reasons. In terms of like. The easiest path, you may want the Texans. I mean, not that they're, you know, a, a walkover, but definitely um, the way the Bills... You sound a little well, torn, Kimmy! The, the way the Bills have had problems with Kansas City, you may want to take a shot with another team. The, fo- the phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. I mean, look at it this way. Mm. Most Bills fans wanted the Chiefs. We got the Chiefs. Right. If things don't go well this weekend, a lot of us are going to look like idiots. Yes. Especially if Baltimore goes out and blows the doors mm. off the Texans yes. come oh, yeah. Saturday, yeah. right? And here's the thing. That's pressure. That is pressure. But there is more to it than just that. What's that? Bill's head coach, Sean McDermott, has a single knock on him. Because mm. here's the thing, Tommy. He's got a very impressive resume. He's got the highest winning percentage in Bill's history. Mm. He's ended the playoff drought. He is 5-1 and one at home in the playoffs. Yeah, he's he is, a regular in the playoffs. Yeah, so. made the postseason five of the last six years. The Bills have won four straight AFC East crowns. But he's become the can't-win-the-big-game coach. Yeah. National media believes when the chips are down, in his biggest moments, he wilts. And the Chiefs have been the hump that he cannot get over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can make the argument that this game on Sunday – is the biggest game of Sean McDermott's career. Yeah, it's going to brand him. If you beat Kansas City on Sunday, the monkey is off your back. Mm -hmm. You are now playing with house money to go to the Super Bowl next weekend. Yeah. If you don't, your legacy will be forever. He couldn't get to this team to the heights they could have reached with the talent they had. So he's going to be known as King Choke. Because they every other, uh, you know, golf, they love to throw that on guys all the time. You know, especially, was it Phil uh, Mickelson? They called him Chokelson. Greg, Mor- Greg Norman? With the greatest choke artist of all time. So, yeah, he'll be King Choke. And I said it uh, before we went to break. His face fits both profiles. What do you mean? Because, like, if you look at his face, you can see, like, yeah, he got over the hump. Look at it. Look. Yeah. Ah, he's King Choke, man. Look at that face. He looks like King Choke. There are- I crown you King Chokelson. <laughs> there are also things that add to that, too, because you're going up against a coach that you once coached under. Mm-hmm. It's a guy that you learned from, which 
I think also adds to that dynamic of you'll never get over that hump. You'll never get over the guy that taught you, that got you here in a way. Which is funny because Andy Reid for a long time was also branded the coach that could win the big one, right? They went to four straight NFC Championship games and lost a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. And on top of that, oh, go ahead. But everybody looks at that guy now, Andy Reid is like the NFL's grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy, right? Yes. And on top of that, all these games that you've lost have been so close that you can point to actual coaching decisions and challenges Ooh. and things like that and say that's where you messed up as a coach. Which is funny because, yeah. like, look, being an NFL coach, and I know it pays well, mm-hmm. and I know there are lots of perks to that job, so I'm not sitting here being like, all oh, poor yeah. Sean McDermott, but the job of an NFL coach is unfair in this way. You're right, Kimmy. There are several moments you can point to this season. When it comes down to, you know, those little picky things. Yes. When it's that close of a game. Yes. But very rarely when a coach has a game like the Bills have been having the last couple of weeks. And look, credit to the media in this town. They've been giving Sean McDermott his flowers for what he's been able to do. But the... I can't believe you did that wrong crowd is always louder sure. than the look at mm-hmm. this run they're putting together with fantastic coaching <laughs> from Sean McDermott crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's what makes it more complicated. What's this that? Bills-Chiefs game on Sunday for the legacy of Sean McDermott. This could be the last year you have a chance to change the he can't get yeah. over the hump they narrative. They say the time's running out. Well, so you, not because McDermott's at risk of losing his job because he's no, not. No, no, no. It's talent-wise. Not even that. You don't think? Even if the Bills stay talented, here's the problem. We could be watching in real time the Chiefs starting to fade from the position that they've been in the last couple of years. Mm. The Chiefs have struggled this season. And in shocking fashion, fun fact, do you know that the Kansas City Chiefs only scored 30 points three times this season? Oh, wow. Hmm. The Chiefs! Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got rid of that. You got rid of Tyreek. Well, there's a bunch of things that happened. But that was a key. That kid was unstoppable in but Kansas City. What we're watching, Tommy, and the mm. Tariq move is part of it, when a salary cap takes hold of a dynasty team, they... Chips away. Exactly. And it's possible that over the next couple of years, the Chiefs are not the Chiefs that we've become accustomed to. Yeah. This could be Buffalo's, McDermott's last chance to beat the Chiefs while everyone still sees them as a juggernaut. Because mm. mm. let's say the Chiefs don't win the division next year. Yeah. And you beat them in the wild card. Yeah. It's hollow. They're yeah. their shell of themselves. Let's say they yeah. don't make the playoffs at all, and your Bills team makes a run. There's going to be those voices that come out and say, well, you only went deep because Mahomes wasn't there. Yeah. And there's yeah, that's a valid argument. And there's proof of it, Tommy. Oh, really? It happened when the Bills couldn't beat the Patriots the last time they saw them with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Because the argument has been, the only reason the Bills took over the AFC East is because Brady left. Mm-hmm. You didn't claim the crown. Brady handed it to you, and they were so close with Brady Mm -hmm. in those last two games. I don't want to hear that again with Mahomes, Mm -hmm. right? So you got to take care of business. Yes. Why you don't? Why you? Why you? Well, it's how life goes, right? You you get you get what you want, but now your team's all banged up. Like you got you got them where you want them, but you're limping up to the ball. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of how life goes, right? You get you don't get it all, right? But that's what makes the NFL so remarkable, yeah. right? Like, nothing ever goes to plan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tommy's referring to the injury report. For those that don't know, the Bills have it's a It's the phone book. Yeah, it's bad. It didn't yeah. improve much. No, but, but again, nobody seems alarmed. Like, you talk to the players, nobody seems alarmed. So I'm hoping, again, that it's gamesmanship. So it's jive. He's, 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 playing a, he's trying to jive and hustle 
Giving uh, those guys as KC. much time as possible. Yeah. To keep my sanity, that's what I'm going to go <laughs> all right. with. That's what I'm going with. All right. There's also one more thing we're forgetting of why right. this all comes down to McDermott in the end. We're also forgetting he is the defensive coordinator and head coach at the same time. Like, he has more responsibility than ever this season, mm-hmm. and it's just more things to point to when things go wrong. Uh, but in a weird way, mm. him I'm being, not saying it hasn't worked. Well, I mean, there are, arguments, there are, there are things you can point to to show where it worked mm. in the, the season, and there are things you can point to to show where it didn't work. And when they made this announcement in the offseason, I did not like this, did not like it at all. But in a very strange way, again, going back to your point about how we never know how these seasons work mm. out, Sean McDermott, being the, his own defensive coordinator, might actually save this team this weekend. And you can argue it saved them last weekend. A.J. Klein, Bill's linebacker. Mm. He's the guy that on Tuesday was not an NFL player. And on Wednesday... Oh, is Bills, this a RV going to Key West guy? You got it. Mm. He had not played an NFL snap all season. He was supposed to take an RV trip with his kids to the Florida Keys, and the Bills called him because he'd been on the roster before, and they go, Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) You want to come over? (laughs) A.J. Klein was supposed to play special teams this weekend. He ends up playing the majority of the game as the linebacker that makes the calls for that defense, and he led the team in tackles. Mm. Amazing. The, The only reason that worked is because Sean McDermott was calling that defense himself. He knew what A.J. Klein knew. He knew what A.J. Klein didn't know, and he could directly communicate to A.J. Klein in the huddle right. through that speaker. And that may have to happen again on Sunday. going to have to happen probably, right? And it's very strange. Mm. It is very strange how if you have somebody in between those two guys calling the defense, it may not work. All right. You have the guy who designed it. You have the guy who knows where everyone has to be, and he's the one in A.J. Klein's ear going, this is what I need you to do here. I, I think one thing you can say about Sean McDermott is, is that he – that guy, that's this is all he does. Mm-hmm. He's not a media darling. Nobody wants to put him in a commercial. Nobody cares about this guy. So like his entire focus is just being a coach. He, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, you could just see like this guy. This is all he's on this planet for. But folks also argue <clears throat> that's a negative for him because it, it could be he gets too deep in the weeds. He gets too, too far. Too into controlling his almost. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, him. yeah. yeah. right. Too much but, control. But I. But he's also. There's no, there's no media light on him. Like, like if it's going to be him and Andy Reid, well, the, all the f- attention goes to Andy Reid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just but another coach on the other side. I don't know. Was, has that always been Andy Reid throughout his career? You know what I mean? Well, negative or positive. I mean, don't yeah. forget, he played in Philly. Or he coached in Philly. Yeah. But now he's like, everybody knows who Andy Reid yeah. is. Yes, yes, yes. Like, now he's on two-thirds of the commercials during his football game. Yeah. And they're always good commercials. Just give me them nuggies. Do it again with them nuggies. <laughs> that little fat hand going to those nuggies are hysterical. All right. So here's the positive All right. as we have this anxiety-ridden discussion about Sunday night's game. The Bills have all the motivation. Oh, yeah. You're the better team, but Vegas is only giving you two and a half, and that's just for being the home team. Vegas looks as the, at these two teams as exactly equal. You as the Bills earned the two-seed and home field but all of the national talking heads are picking the Chiefs to upset you at home. Mm. You are about to go out and play this game in front of 72,000 people who paid a fortune to be there, will be standing in 10-degree weather and screaming from the bottom of their throats to try and give you a home field advantage. The Bills want it more. Oh, I'm sure they do. The question we won't know until Sunday night, is that going to be enough? All right. It's a lot. Because even the booth is on your side. Well, no, it's weird because Tony Romo loves 
Mahomes, and he loves jo- Josh Allen. So where's he coming down? But Jim Nan seems to really like this area of the country. Well, they put him in the Hall of Fame at Oak Hill. You kind of have to. <laughs> you got to root for us. You mean, are you talking about my close personal us. friend, Jim Nance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bro. Your, your Detroit buddy. That's right. Just a couple of Detroit bros hanging out outside a coffee shop, <laughs> taking selfies. No big, right. deal. no big deal. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.